When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. Yeah. I had to fail. It's the final word daily. Adam Collins and Daniel Norcross stumps on day four here at Trent Bridge. What a day it was. And Daniel, you take liberties mm. with this 30 second summary. You really take liberties with it. I'm going to allow that today, but give it your best shot. Go quickly. I'll do my best. 30 seconds. Okay. It started absolutely insanely. Ben Folks hit three fours in no time. Ben Folks, where the hell did that come from? Suddenly, Joe Root was reverse ramping his second ball for six. Oh, the shot of the century. Then it all fell in a heap. England lost five for 23. They fell 14 runs short of New Zealand. Goodness me, goodness me. Third innings pickle theory. What's going to happen? What are the New Zealanders going to do? Well, they come out, they bat, and we have no idea. We can't tell what the hell anybody's doing. Are they going slowly? Are they going a little quickly? Well, they lose an early wicket when Tom Latham inexplicably leaves a ball that hits his middle stump, not swing, seam, then they're right, they're back right on top of it. Uh, Devon Conway doesn't look great, really doesn't look great, and then starts on fairly marvellous reverse sweeps. Then gifts Jack Leach his only wicket, barely deserved, caught a deep backward square <laughs> leg, and uh, from that point on, the game spent 20 minutes being glacially dull, uh, and 20 minutes being completely batshit, and then glacially dull, and then completely batshit, and uh, young Michael Bracewell on debut was the most exciting thing that we saw today, hitting 25 of 13, I think. Uh, at Close. the end of it, there was some frenetic nonsense, couple of runouts, Jameson didn't bat, um, the, the New Zealanders are all over the place. Frankly, they could still win the game because they're all over the place and tomorrow's going to be utterly frantic. Whew, the 90-second summary from Daniel. I'm really Nord- sorry. No, no, that's that's what fine. supposed to do. Let's, let's colour in some gaps dangerous. here, shall we? So for the, the particulars, uh, it's 227, 224 for seven overnight. Yes. The lead's 238. They had a 14-run deficit, England, when they were bowled out for whatever 14 short How of 550 that happened, I don't know. Because it looked like they were going to have well, an 80-run lead at one well, point. Well, they made 43 <laughs> runs off five overs to start the day. Ben Folks advanced from 24 to 50 in 20 deliveries with five boundaries. I mean, Ben it, Folks. It, it, and then Joe Root plays that ostentatious, absurd, shot um, to start his day, a, a reverse lap, paddle, scoop thing. I mean, it, just genius, really. Um, he was, mm. But when he was out to the slower ball, they lose five for 23, four for 12. And they have to make a call New Zealand. And we speculated about this on air on radio repeatedly about how would New Zealand go about the third innings dilemma, which has been talked about a lot in recent times. I know in, in, uh, in Ben Jones and Nathan Lehman's book last year, for example, they go into some depth around this, around the mm. idea that in a high scoring game in the third innings, you're on a bit of a hiding to nothing. It's a bit of a crapshoot. And is. so it proved to be. When you when you said in your summary then, do they stick or twist? They did both. And yes. that's why we saw periods of play that were, as you say, quiet. The game went to sleep 
for a period here, a period there. There was a stretch in the middle session. Now, bearing in mind, you know, just to go back over that Latham dismissal, Jimmy Anderson's 650th test wicket, by the way, the first seamer to ever achieve that. Two lovely away swingers from Latham, same part of the pitch, Jags back violently. Not violently, I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but a yeah, considerable it came margin. Back, it came back a long way. It, it hits middle stuff. And you're thinking, well, game on here. This is, you know, perfect conditions for Anderson and Broad. Lights are on, um, you know. No breeze. No breeze, breeze to speak already. of. You know, that breeze yeah. we complained about for the last few days, is, it's still a nice and perfect mm. conditions for bowling same up. And it looks like a really dark Dukes as well. They've no, been complaining about the Dukes red. balls this year, but this ball looked like it was ready to, to take off. The scramble seam was working for Broad down the other end. Then it didn't. There were seven overs of tough cricket before lunch after the wicket fell. And after that, the game completely came to a grinding halt. Conway was ticking the board over with Young, but slowly. And Actually, he was, he was scratchy. I mean, yeah, Young, was. Young was going better. Uh, Conway was playing at two ends. He was playing against Leach very, very comfortably indeed. And yep. at the other end, nothing. We had that period after lunch where Potts and Anderson bowled from the Radcliffe Road end, where we are here. And I think between them, they bowled something like 11 overs for about 15 or 16 yep. runs. On the other end, Leach was bowling nine overs for sort of 43 runs. So when you added it all together, New Zealand were going at three and a bit and over, but at one end they were going at five and a bit, mm. and comfortably at that actually. And at the other end, they were they didn't know what they were doing. Conway was jabbing at the ball. He was like very suspicious of everything that was happening. So you had the you, you were watching two games at the same time. It was very yeah. confusing. I, I kind of break it down into seven distinct passages of play okay. through the day. I mean, I'm not going to go through every last one of them, but we've already like talked the theory, about though. how yeah. England started the way they did. So that's part one. You know, the 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 root yeah. folks five for twenty three, slightly chaotic, eighty or so minutes to end England's innings. Might have been that long. Might have been about yeah, so it's seventy just over minutes. An hour. It's just it was, over an hour, yeah. yeah, I think it was sixty six yeah. runs in seventy minutes, something like that. Then part two is the Jimmy bit. We're like, wow, seven overs before lunch. Any ball could bring a wicket. Any over could bring a wicket. And one did come, but only one. So good batting from Young and Conway to get to that juncture yep. when things could have fallen apart. Then phase three, after lunch, when it, it went to sleep. Mm. And then phase four was when Conway goes. Now, Conway going, I think, I think it's a fairly big turning point. Mm. Three magnificent reverse sweeps off Leach, who's looking bereft. Um, and he's hitting the cover off these as well. The mm. ball after reaching his half century, he gets a top edge on a conventional sweep and in runs Johnny Bairstow and Bairstow's firing up the crowd and doing as he does best. And that's like the next stage of play begins there. Part five. Part five is when Nichols gets out just after tee. This is it. Yeah, that's it. After tee. Whacking to backward point. Uh, you know, it hammers like the first mm. ball after tee face from Potts, who, by the way, very much earned that wicket. That first ball you mentioned down here yeah. from the Radcliffe Road end, he conceded seven runs in eight overs and did everything right and commendable too because I think there were quite a few people about uh, we might be two of them that said he might become a bit of a quiz question. You know, when those six bowlers mm. had bas back stress fractures and they brought that guy up from Durham and to dominate a test at Lords only to be kind of never sighted again six months later. He, there's more to him than that and, um, and credit where it's due. And then you're in this, in this situation after T. Nichols out cutting, Young gets to 50 and straight after his half century, he's run out by the most brilliant bit of fielding mm. from Ollie Pope and, and Ben Stokes. Talk us through that run out. Yeah, it turned into the onside and a mix-up, yes, so there was opportunity, but he didn't know, when, he, when Pope got the ball, his initial idea was to throw it to the keeper's end. And then he stopped. And then he stopped. That was the and best he, bit of it, I assessed, think. He yeah. assessed, he looked, gave himself the time because he saw that, that Young had run from the non-striker's end and was actually going to struggle, and then pinged the ball in really, really fast into Stokes, who did that you'll you'll know this the the stokes take backhand flick in one movement indoor cricket stuff indoor cricket stuff, yeah. yeah but also like it made him look like a wicket keeper it's yeah like, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, is there anything you can't do 
Uh, gets, I actually did him by a fair way in the end, a foot maybe, or yep. six inches, I would say. And that was key because all the time, everybody watching this knows that if England are going to do the run through New Zealand job, they've got to get to six wickets. At six wickets, New Zealand's tail starts. Anything could happen. And yeah, and the thing is, it's not that they won't score runs because they're actually way more productive than England's tail. But they can four at a heat because they will not try to stay around. Well, they won't bat time, right? They might make yeah. runs, they'll do it quickly, as they did at Lords with Saudi and the Grand Homme, not right. a tail ender at all. But, you know, the way they played then, that inning still finished pretty quickly on that first day. But it means that somebody, exactly as you said, somebody has to sort of be a bit of an insurance. And this policy. is part six. So part six is where Mitchell and Blundell get together. Yet again. You know, they batted for 18 <laughs> overs together for 45 runs. Did that happen in the last session? Well, we hear yeah. that. It did because we're sitting there going, ah. Oh, Game off again. Yeah. It's these two blokes who just are so good at absorbing pressure. We saw that at Lords. We saw that in the first innings here when it was tough early doors. Like, oh, they're going to do that thing again, are they? Oh, okay, well, that's it. That's part six. And what do you know? There's another, um, there's another twist. Part seven. Blundell hooks broad to backward square leg when he's on 24. That's it's the end of that. flap, really, wasn't it? And then there's the Bracewell bit which we splice in, 25 from 17 balls. He hits a six, he hits three fours dancing. He's taking on everything, the field spread, it's leg side theory, it's three six fields, it's three guys out back for the hook shot. All of that's going on. Mm. Then Bracewell gets out charging, Potts gets a second wicket taken by Stuart Broad. They're fired up again. Two minutes later, another run out, because, which was partly Mitchell's fault, but you know, Southie and Mitchell between managed them. to... Well, between them, because, because effectively what Mitchell was trying to do is save Southie from facing one ball. Yeah. I mean, there's a guy who averages, what, 16, 15, 16? He's at 1,800 runs. He can face a ball. And, and, and they risked it, really, for that. And, and, and being the, seven down, and with no Jameson coming out to bat, Matt Henry comes out. Well, that's the very end, right? So, the bol the, bolt, so, so all this volatility, we have a little bit of calm in the last five minutes, ten minutes before starts, which felt like an eternity. <laughs> Henry, suppose, yeah, Henry gets through with Mitchell. Mitchell's on um, 32, I think it is, mm. from a load of balls. And he's got Henry there with him tomorrow, who's made runs at test level this year. He made that 60-odd batting at 11 against South Africa uh, in an unusual test match in February. So, Winviz... It's not a bad metric for this. There was one stage just around the Blundell-Mitchell partnership, if I recall correctly, where they had New mm. Zealand at 8%, England at 7%, yes. 85 the draw. That's, That's now adjusted to, before you take Jameson out of the model, as Ben Jones noted on Twitter this afternoon, Jameson will be assumed to bat until he doesn't. Yeah. Even with that in mind, England 28, New Zealand 17, draw 55. That'll, be draw, that'll be draw 45 when Jameson doesn't walk out to bat tomorrow. In other words, we've gone from a test match that was going to be eight and a half times out of 10 a draw to one that I reckon is a, I would say, a 70% chance of getting a result tomorrow. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because if, the, if not higher. Yeah, but why, yes, because the way New Zealand play, I mean, you're kind of thinking that the way this game is drawn requires New Zealand to bat for an hour. And I'm not sure New Zealand can bat for an hour. And, 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 and when yeah. I say that, that still makes... Uh, That'll bring uh, some runs. That would still bring England and New Zealand into the game. Because if New Zealand bat for an hour and no more, and have a lead of 280, 290, England would have, let's say, 77, 78 overs to chase that. On this pitch and with this outfield, we've seen runs come regularly at three and a half, four runs over, four runs and over. Uh, so... Actually, New Zealand have got about at least that. And it'll give them the opportunity, though, if they get out earlier, they'll have more time to bowl England. Now England have more yep. time to 
to get the What's run. that classic situation it's where... Where is it perfect? Well, you know, what we love in multi-day cricket where as one team becomes more likely to win, by extension, the other team becomes more likely That's to win right. as well. So, so I think the draw is receding. I, I couldn't agree more. And look, there's the Jameson factor, which will hurt New Zealand in ways that we can't yet tell. Southie went for 158, I think I'm right in saying, without a, without without a wicket. wicket. Didn't take a wicket in the second innings at Lords either. So he's up against it. Bolt, magnificent. Um, took a fifer, bowled some worldly deliveries. His 10th five-wicket haul... It was, yeah, it was unplayable. Glorious. Poor old Matty yeah. Potts, who, by yeah. the way, burnt Ben Folks. We didn't mention that. Yeah. Uh, the run out of <laughs> poor old Ben Folks gets to 56, and Matty Potts pulled his helmet over his head. Um, he was desolate. But yeah, Jamison tomorrow, that'll, that'll alter their rotations. Mitchell will have to bowl some overs. Um, I hope they get set 277, which was the target at Lord's both last week and, and 12 months ago. I hope it's 277 in 73, 73 overs, which is what it was at Lord's. That's, not, in, that's not impossible. That's I think not it impossible could be. Because you, you think what will happen is that Mitchell's going to do a bit of a strike farming. Yep. Try and keep Henry away from it. Um, he won't be able to do it constantly. They will lose those wickets. They need to win. They need to win. So actually 277, is what is that? That's 40 odd away. And it's about 11, 12 overs it, for, for your equation. So it's, it could be right. And if really we get that, possible, you know, yeah. it, 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 we get to a stage where both sides can win. Yeah, New Zealand less likely of the two on account of the fact they don't have Jameson. But they got Bolt. They, they've got Bolt. They've got a fragile England team. And, they've got a fragile and, that, and we forget tail. this, don't we? We forget that yeah. England are fundamentally not very good. They're I mean, they, you know, they, they've belied that in, in recent yeah. times to the crease. But at their core, they're still not a very good team. Correct. And i just got a feeling about this Michael Bracewell fella. Mm, you do, don't you? He, he, he gives it a rip. It's three wickets today. I'm not saying he's Tim May, but he gives it a rip. And he clearly is playing with this nerveless sensibility. Mm. And he's called Bracewell, he's not daunted, and He's called Bracewell. And John Bracewell, his uncle, made 100 here at number eight to win the Test match in 1986. There you go. Um, and if you listen to story time, you know other great feats from John Bracewell, the off spinner over the years as well. Yeah, look. So, uh, you know, I've just got, yeah, just a hunch that he might play more of a role than even someone like Ajaz Patel, who last week only got a couple of overs and was dumped accordingly. But I don't think this surface is going to get easier to bat on. It won't be like one of those day five pitches that we no, saw in Pakistan no. and we think, well, Not that would have been, down. you know, like Roll Pindi, where you could have batted on it on day nine. This this won't be like that. So it, will, it will take the spin increasingly. I think Leach has a role to play tomorrow morning on that front too. Yes, he might well do. He might well do. But I, I what, look, Either way, the game is afoot. Adam. It is. The game is definitely afoot. And when we arrived here on day one, and England won the toss, we saw the green tinge, and we we're going, is this going to be one of those like three-day Trent Bridges? You know, are we not going to get the opportunity to, to spend time in our lovely Airbnb mm. and really sample the, the delights of Nottingham, Home. which is a beautiful As, as the, as the sign of Airbnb wall recently yeah. renovated, we must be the first guests. I'll let you in on, in on a secret. It's definitely a former brothel. Yeah, it's There's nothing be. more certain. <laughs> there are five bedrooms and five en-suites. Mm. Draw your own conclusions. And, and there are no side lights. Everything is top lit, which is really <laughs> unpleasant. <laughs> Uh, but digression, but an but, important one. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, important one. But we wouldn't the, have had that experience if not we are, for the surface. We've enjoyed our, each other's company. We are going to do the distance tomorrow, and I and I, I reckon we might do it tonight I as well. I think it could be six thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we will. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get out of here and head. Let's do some Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. Final word, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Shall I do um, mine? Well, let's just go through them. Scattergun. First of all, Joe Root's absurd shots. That's start mad. Uh, he's the best player in the world by mile. We did all that yesterday. He is doing whatever he wants, and that means that we get to now just indulge in Joe Root stuff for ages. And 
I can't wait for that. Yeah, it was mastery of his art, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, on, on the other end of the spectrum, not mastery of the art, uh, Matt Partu had a good day. Uh, really, really good day, actually, because he'd had yep. a tough first innings and he came back and bowled really well today. Uh, ball was knocked into the onside. There was no mid-wicket. He had after it with that enthusiasm that bears McCullum wants to see. And he got there, dived on it, pounced on it around mid-wicket, and then for some bizarre reason, flicked it back over the head of mid-on and they ran through for two. <laughs> so it was like a dreadful over those. A little bit like yesterday's one when Daryl Mitchell uh, pretended to do a crowd, well, did a crowd catch. Yeah, yeah. catch. And tossed it up in the air. Overthrows. And then, and for overthrows, England capitalised. So there's a little bit of that. Um, both runouts, I mean, in yep. their own different ways, were quite well. What do you mean both? There were three today. There were three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in many ways, I think the Matt Potts runout was the funniest because you know he he, he blew up Ben Folks, whereas the New Zealand runouts, the the smarter batter stayed in. You know, whereas this was like, a, oh no, what have I done? And he hadn't I, yet know, scored a test run at that point either. Run, exactly. I'm going to chuck in there just a bit of Anderson as well. 650 test wickets, the first to achieve that as a seamer. Mm. He's taken 412 of them in England at 24. He's taken 72 of them at Trent Bridge at 19. Loves this ground, loves bowling in England, loves bowling with the Dukes. He's obviously more than just that alone. But um, yeah, he, he said a couple of years ago that he, was, he fancied 700. And on the evidence of what we've seen in the last two weeks, I think he'll get there. Even if they manage him, mm. I can't see a scenario, put it this way, I don't imagine there's a scenario where he isn't opening the bowling at Birmingham for the first Ashes Test next year. Well, this is what I've always said. I would be staggered if he's not aiming for that to do test. the Ashes. Yeah. And if he's aiming to do the Ashes, then there are enough tests for him to get to 700. There really yeah. are. Uh, my highlight for him, though, wasn't his 650th. It was the reverse sweep. Ah, oh, of course. I love his reverse sweep. And, 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 and it was telegraphed by you and, guys on commentary as well. Yeah, we absolutely, knew. yeah. We, we all knew it was coming, but the, there was a little thing that came with that, and it was Trent Bolt. Because Trent Bolt was standing out on the boundary, and he was trolling James Anderson. Yes. And he was going, 1-5, meaning you need 15 runs to go past me and Murrily as the leading scorer in world history oh, at number 11. What we need tomorrow is Bolt to get the record on his own. Yes. So Bolt to score at least one run. Yep. And then Anderson to, to be called upon yes. at number 11 in the chase tomorrow with enough runs still left on the board for him to overtake Bolt. Not overtake, to get level, tied, and then be the last man out when we see a tie. Because don't you guys, we want to see a tie, don't we? Well, we, we, we <laughs> often say this, if all four results are on the table in the session ago, the tie should be on that win thing and it never is. With Bolt and Anderson equally tied ah, be still my beating runs. heart we've been going for over 17 minutes we better turn the recorder right, off so let's go uh, let's get to the pub, pub. We, 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 will, we will behave better than we did last night I'm sure we'll be back tomorrow night uh, to do this all again one last time with Gusto Adam Collins Daniel Norcross if you like the final word if you like what Jeff Daniel I others do patreon.com forward slash the final word get involved submit a nerd pledge Daniel's doing story time with Jeff later this week uh, we've got a weekly show coming up a couple of days after the test concludes after I play at Lords on Wednesday uh, oh yeah and um, with a new with my new Woodstock bag we have got we have got let's tell the world yeah. we have got two Woodstock bags full of kit I waiting for us at the knocking shop let's get back to the knocking shop and in there we've got <laughs> Been there, we have got our new bats, our new pads and all the rest of it. 20% off if you're a final word listener. Simply pump in TFW20 at the price bar, thingamabobby, woodstockcricket.co.uk and you're away. You're through to the semis without dropping a set. No, no. Beautiful. Beautiful. I had to go about